Hey, you're listening to Mark versus the World. I hope you enjoy. The Portuguese phrase of the day is... Coisas que amamos, which means things we love. And that is kind of related to the subject of this week's episode. Hi guys and girls, welcome back to another episode of Mark versus the World. Of course, I'm your host Mark, and this episode, me and a very good friend of mine, Jermaine, he was in the last episode, are going to talk about things we actually love about work, things that we actually enjoy and make us want to go to work or makes us want to do our jobs. Anyway guys, I hope you enjoy this chat and I'll see you on the other side. Hey Jermaine, welcome back to the podcast, mate. How you doing? I'm good, man. What's good? Nothing, man. I just thought I'd bring you back to have a conversation about things we actually enjoy about work. I'm to back. counter all the conversation about how much we hate work. So yeah, I'm, I'm back. I'm back. Is it um, is it my popular demand? Or no, I'm joking. Well, I was gonna say that your episode only came out three days ago. It's doing good numbers. So I thought, let's keep the momentum train going. Oh, yeah. I'm reaching good numbers, yeah? Oh, that's good. Yeah, it's in good numbers. I bet, um, you know, people love negativity in it, so I bet this one doesn't get as many uh, listens. Well, this is the thing. I did like a, a duality one like this about politics, yeah. and literally me slagging off right-wing politics did yeah. like nearly double the numbers of me slagging off left-wing politics. Oh, so, sure. yeah, it I does was, happen like that. I'm not surprised, but... um. Yeah. Yeah, man, it's good to be back. Thanks for having me on your uh, illustrious, prestigious podcast again. I appreciate it. I, I wouldn't go that far, but thanks very much for the compliment. Um, so, you know, Germs, we're, Jermaine, we're sorry. I don't know why I called you Germs. Jermaine, we're here to talk about things you love at work. I know you've had a like thought about it and you've written some things down. What's the first point you want to go into about things you enjoy about work? Um, the first one was freedom to work. So to, to kind of elaborate on that is when you're not constantly being micromanaged. I think we spoke about it on the first podcast. That was a negative micromanagement. But it works the other way as well. When you've got a bit of freedom and you're not being asked constantly what you're doing and you're trusted to do your job well. Obviously yeah. you know what you know what you know what it's like when um when you first get a job and you're training up and you're learning and whatnot, then it's understandable to to get people checking up on you. But when you've been doing things for years and years and you're just trusted to do your job, do it well, effectively. Just having freedom, not constantly being asked every two seconds what you're doing. Productivity, like it speaks for itself, in my opinion, isn't it? So, yeah, man, I I, I totally agree because I understand that, as you said, when you start a job, mm. your training wheels are on. But once you kind of know what you're doing, they got to let those training wheels go. But there's some managers that don't have that trust in you to do your job, even though they're the ones that are training you. So. It kind of makes you think, do they not trust their own training? Because if they're the one showing you it, and then they're the one that has to micromanage you afterwards, clearly they didn't do a good enough job, or they're not confident in the job they do. But I agree, that's a good thing when you have a boss that's a bit a bit relaxed, you know, or even like bosses that give you your own kind of projects or allow you to do things your own way, mm. so that you can... Because at the end of the day, as long as you get the result by the time frame that they need it done by, who really cares how you do it in some aspects? Like for me, yeah, yeah. Like for me, um, I think if you're left to do your job as long as you know what you're doing like if you you're going to do you're going to do more the productivity is going to be better you're going to get things done in a more timely fashion than if you constantly feel like you're being watched like that's me personally anyway I feel like just leave me to it like if I need to ask you something or if I need anything then I'll come to you and just like what you said trust how you've managed me to do it and just let me get on with it yeah man I completely agree and it's, it's a it's a very good point um and yeah, that's what I mean, I think also generally when you get given a bit more freedom, as you said, you do a better job as well. Yeah, hundred percent. And it makes you and it, and it makes you care more about the job because you don't feel like something's on your back. You're doing it. I mean, obviously you're doing it because you're getting paid to do it, mm. but you're also you get like a little level of enjoyment doing that as well because you're like, oh, okay, I kind of feel like I'm in control of what I'm doing. If that makes sense. Yeah, no, it does. Yeah, no, hundred percent, hundred percent. That's, that's so, that's my, so what's what's like? I was just gonna Sorry. say that's my first one, freedom to work. I'm a bit cautious because last time on the podcast, I feel like we was overlapping each other. When <laughs> but, so I'm trying to give you a little second to before I start saying something. Which is 
which is great. Uh, all I was going to say is, what would be sort of the, the second point you want to get into? Um, my second point, I'm going to go with flexibility. So, to to break that down, for me, it's when an employer understands that um, like employees have lives outside of work. So, things happen and, and they're allowed to be flexible for you. So, and that's with things like your days that you work, your hours that you work and that you need to work because no one's going to have that perfect work-life balance if there's no flexibility. Mm-hmm. So for me, um, like I, like, you know, especially people who have got kids, they'll understand even more that like things come up. So like when employers are just able to work with you and, and help you manage your work-life balance, for me, it makes for a more happy employee. What do you think? Mate, I, I agree again. I was going to say as well, because like obviously me and you both have kids and it's nice to have that bit of flexibility mm-hmm. in terms of the hours you work or the days you work or if you need to take time off, it's not so much like you have to, I don't know, like you have to beg, say like, I don't know, you have to take the child to a doctor's appointment or dentist or whatever it could be. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't like when you have to beg to a manager, but I understand that also with certain kind of roles, flexibility isn't there because, you know, like in sales and you've got targets to hit, mm-hmm. Sometimes they, they're on you if you're not hitting your target because it's all to do with commission and bonuses. But generally for all other kind of jobs that's not really sales, yeah, I think flexibility is a must kind of thing because, you know, also you being flexible, them being flexible with you will make you flexible with them, if that makes sense. If they need you to do a bit extra, mm. you're like, do you know what? Because you allowed me this time, I'll, I'll gladly do it. Not like that, that that's the reason they give you the flexibility, but because they've been flexible, you kind of, do, most people try to remember that and like, you know, give back, if that makes sense? Yeah, no, 100%. Like, for me, like, for me, bro, like, it's a thing where if you're flexible for me, like, my manager's been like that for me recently with certain things where I've had to come into work slightly late, emergencies have come up and whatnot. I send them a quick WhatsApp. Obviously, it's not always a WhatsApp thing. That's like, we're just on that level, isn't it? But I'm saying whatever, you yeah. call them, email them, whatever you do. And then they're like, yeah, sure, take your time. And they, I like when they make you feel like it's not, a big deal as well like yeah take your time they understand it and then when it comes around to when they need help with something because it always happens employ- employers are going to be like oh, i need you in for an extra hour here or you're at coming in staying for this long and whatnot and then you're like you said you just remember that they've done it for you and it's not an issue and then it just it's a nice partnership it works yeah and, and that's and that's the kind of thing with flexibility you're both bending in certain ways, but it helps the, you and it also helps them and it helps the business as a whole, isn't it? So As long as, um, um, I was going to say, as long as you don't, like, people don't take the piss with it, you get me? Like, Yeah, like, like I, I, I've seen that. Um, at a place that we used to work, there was a, when we were doing the testing stuff, so we were in a different office, yeah. there was a girl that came to my team and I think she took all her holiday and all her allotted sick days within the first six months of being there and then just left. So imagine you took like your whole year's worth of holiday, you've taken in the first six months, you've taken like 10 sick days or whatever, and then you just left the company. Yeah, that, you think? Because cause the boss is easygoing kind of thing. You think that was planned though, or that is taking the piss? I, it sounds very planned because, you know, you start a job, two, three weeks later, you go on like a 10-day holiday, then about three weeks later, you go on another 10-day holiday, and then you're off sick for two weeks, and then you kind of leave the company like a month after that. It seems a bit like you knew you wanted to do all the stuff, you just wanted some income while you're doing it. Yeah, no, I hear that. But, um, yeah, man, be flexible, people. It's all good. And I think, and I also think with flexibility, it's not always just a, a boss and you dynamic. Sometimes it's good to have flexibility with your team. Yeah, like, what do you mean? Like, what, say, like, someone wants to swap a shift or something, them kind of things help it help. Yeah, it's, 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 yeah, it's either, like, swap a shift or, for example, if one of you's working on a bigger project and the other one has, like, a lower workload, as long as they understand what you need to do for them to come help you, and then you do the same when it's the when you know your work is quite low and their work's quite high or whatever. That's what I mean by being flexible as well. Flexibility is not just you, so you and the boss or you and the company, but it can be you and your colleagues as well. Yeah, no, I hear that. That's a good. That's a good touch, actually. You know what I mean? So, I hear that. Yeah, but that's obviously if you've got nice people to work with. Yeah, that, that's so, another yeah. thing. Yeah, obviously we'll get onto that. That's on one of the, one of my notes actually. <laughs> Okay, well, what is this, what's the next point you wanted to talk about see, regarding like You see how quick we're flying through the positivity, but when we was doing the negative stuff, like, you were having full-on rants. 
Well, I think it's, it's the, there's a saying that like a negative bit of information can go to 10 people, but when you're happy with something, you tell like two people. So you're always going to like, ex- you're always going to say more negative than positive. That's just human nature. You know what? I've never heard of that before, you know, but that's actually a good piece of information. It, that's actually real talk. Yeah, it, it, it's more related to, um, um, sorry, like experiences with products. If you bought something and it's terrible, you moan about it to 10, 15 people. If you buy something and you'd like it, you either don't mention it to anyone unless they ask, or you mention it to very few people. It's just a thing that people do. It's like, I think that there's, there's like um, books written about that kind that of stuff. That makes sense. Because you know how when you check reviews on stuff, yeah, there's always mainly people complaining, but you never hear about the good vibes and all the good positives and stuff like that. It's true, you know? Yeah. And saying that, some of the good ones you, you see are like paid or written by the people. Yeah, there is that as well. <laughs> yeah, so it's kind of, yeah. Yeah, reviews are a bit sketchy. But sorry, I didn't mean to fly through. If you wanted to continue talking about, you know, flexibility. No, 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 I'm good. I'm just saying, like, when we went on the negative, uh, the, the podcast about the negative things in the workplace, we were just going fully in, but now we're just like, yeah. no, 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 it's cool, man. Let's keep it moving, keep it moving. So what was the, the next point you wanted to raise, man? Culture. Culture is king, bro. Like, the env- from when I say that, what I'm saying is the environment at work. So, you know, when you get that, the camaraderie and that that's formed with like co-workers and you're doing things together like you do events in the workplace there's like no egos in there no politics just good vibes only do you know what i mean yeah and there's also like a social aspect as well you know like we spend what 40 35 hours a week with colleagues more than we do with our partners, really, when you take away, like, time with kids and stuff like that, just time with your partner. So you kind of have to kind of, like, you don't have to, but it's good to meet people that you get on with, and it's also good to have a social element, not just... Because you spend so much time with, with people working, but obviously you get to know those people, and if you become friendly with them, you want to do things with them outside of work, not in a cheating, nefarious way. I mean, like, you want to go for a drink or... Like your company puts on an event and you guys go to that event and have a good time kind of thing. You yeah, know what I, mean? I, I I like how your mind just instantly goes to cheating. Like, I, like, I don't know. What are you trying to say? <laughs> no, it's just, no, it's just, that, it just sounds like that. You know how... is, that, is that your life? Or... No, I'm no, joking. I'm joking. Never. I'm joking. No, but I mean, like, you know, like, for example, you get some people that talk about, like, oh, that's my work husband or my work oh, yeah, wife or whatever. Yeah. And, I, and I think to myself, like, no, nah, really, if you didn't have a partner, it weren't bait that everyone knew you had a partner, you probably would cheat. Isn't it? Like, let's keep it 100. Don't, don't drop in those sort of work, work wifey or whatever. But the point is, I'm just trying to say, like, also when you get with people, the culture, like, doing events, um, you know, and socialising with people outside of your working hours, whether it's, like, Friday night <coughs> or just, like, I don't know, you guys go out and do things together, which is oh, cool. Yeah, like, to be honest with you, like, obviously... Like you say, like it's a mad amount of time you spend with people you work with compared to like your loved ones. Like you're getting home and you're, depending on where you're coming from and commuting from, you're spending all of about three, four hours with your loved ones at home before you're reaching into bed and you're touching down for the night. Mm-hmm. Whereas you're there for like eight hours of a day, eight, nine hours of a day with these people. Yeah. So to have a good culture in that, like a working environment, it's, I, think it's a, I think it's a good thing. It's, it's key for me. Because that's the difference between, or one of the differences between you just thinking, no, nah, this job's long, and staying somewhere for... Like, sometimes you, you end up staying in places that you, you want to move on from even longer just because of the culture in the place. Like, that's how important that is. And also, even though, as you said, like, you might want to move on, you, you don't put as much effort trying to move on. If that makes sense? Like, you go, oh, yeah, apply for, like, two, three jobs in a week, but if I don't get anything... I'm kind of okay here for now, but I do want to move on. Whereas when you hate somewhere, you'll be doing applications on your lunch break. You might be even like using downtime at work to apply for jobs. You might be looking at jobs in different departments in your company. You're, you're, you're applying for like 20, 30 jobs a week when you hate a place. But when you like a place and you still want to move on though, you're, you're more casual with the actual job applications. Well, I find that personally, you might be different. But if I like, if I like where I work and I'm still trying to get more money somewhere else, I don't put as much effort applying for jobs as where I hate somewhere and I no, want to go. Talk. No, 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 And um, the mentality is if you don't end up getting a, a job like within the first few weeks, months, whatever, you're just sort of like, oh, all right, you might give yourself a little break from it. Just... Yeah, yeah. And, and you can afford to give yourself a break because you're enjoying where one, you are. Yeah, that's the sense. one. Yeah, so culture, man. Culture is king. 
also what's good with culture as well is if you work somewhere that's quite diverse, you get to learn about other people, if that makes sense. Like, obviously, I, I grew up in Southeast London, predominantly Afro-Caribbean, African, mm. and a bit of white area kind of thing. But obviously, when you go to work, you meet people from, like, other countries or other cultures and stuff like that. And I think that's sometimes a positive thing. If your company does choose to celebrate those cultures or not, but at least it still gets you, allows you to get to know someone from a different perspective, isn't it? Like, he's a different background and that kind of thing. And I think that also ties in with culture, not just the workplace and culture, but the culture, like, of your staff and the people you work with that adds yeah, no, to that. Yeah, that I hear that. No, that's a good shot, actually. I didn't even think about it in that aspect. But um, that place we worked together, I've got to bring it up at least once. That had a... That had a yeah. culture because I learned so many different things. Like, I'm not an ignorant person, in it. If I just don't know, I just don't know. But working there for so yeah. long and the, the culture and the diversity was so vast that, like, you, you just I just learned so many different things from all different walks of life, different people's religions, backgrounds, beliefs, and all that. And educate yourself, in it. Yeah, I, I completely agree. Again, talking about the place we used to work because. Like, you know, for a company that had like, I don't know, 200 people, let's say, or around 200 people. Yeah, it was like very, very diverse in terms of like people's backgrounds, where they came from, religious beliefs and stuff like that. And you do get to learn a lot. And then when you have things where like people can bring stuff in, like, I don't know, say like Diwali and some people bring some like, not, I don't want to say just samosas, but they'll bring some food in and treats and, and stuff. And if, you're, if you've never had that, that gives you an option to try something mm. different and then that expands your horizons because then going forward, you might be like, do you know what? Them samosas that, that you know, uh, 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 I don't know, I'm trying to make up an Indian name in my head, but anyway, the samosas that person brought in were really nice. When I go out to eat, I might go to an Indian place and get them and just that and the other. And you kind of like educate yourself and try new different things, that which is really good. I look there, to be fair, especially in that aspect of like, you, a lot of people are kind enough to um, bring in different, not just, hot foods and stuff like all the treats of their country, sweet things and, and, and just you get to taste like the, it's like tasting the world, isn't it? It's like going abroad without actually leaving the yeah. country. You know them Exactly. And also like people people would bring in sweets if they've gone on holiday and it might be a holiday back to their own country or whatever, which is which is always nice and it allows you to, you know, try something different and it, and kind of a little bit of education as well, isn't it? That's... Well, yeah. At one point, I, mean, I was learning. I was learning new languages. Some that most of it was naughty words. To be fair, I'll keep it one hundred. But you know, like you get to learn all sorts. It's it's a good look. But that seems to be the first words that everyone wants 100. to teach you. As much as it's the words you ask to learn, they're they're the words they're willing to tell you what things mean as well. One hundred percent. But don't you think that tells us something about what they think about us? Yeah, it's it's true. But saying that, I used to like years ago. I used to have like a, a Polish manager, and even though she never swear in front of customers, she always used to be like effing and 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 you know c word this and f that because to her she's like these words mean nothing in my language. But if I said like actual Polish swear word, you know I'm really pissed off. I'm just dropping these like f bombs in casual conversation, not because I'm angry or you know I want to be emotive. It's just like another word to use to her kind of thing, which I always thought yes. was quite funny. But then she would. Have, but she would never say like kurva, which means I think like bitch in Polish, because it's like you know she'd she'd have to be angry to uh, say that. Okay, speaking of um foreign words and phrases and whatnot, I did notice on your podcast yeah. you do like a word of the week or phrase of the week when you do it. Uh, what was it for this one? Yeah, uh, I haven't actually decided yet because I record the intros after I record oh, the conversations. Your, your uh, layout of the podcast, my bad. Yeah, but that's that's also why there's a slight dip in sound quality because obviously. We're recording this one way, but I use like my computer with GarageBand and some other software to do like my I intros. I did notice here you had a better quality with your intros and outros than you do for my my interview after I praised you as well, and I'm getting bad sound quality on my interview. Um, yeah, I'm I'm sorry about that. It's just the the software I use for podcasts. It's free and it's easy to use. When I'm starting to make money from this, then I will invest when in you, some better software. So when I bring you back, you sound say, better. Start making money from this. You better bring me back in. No. Yes, and I'll, I'll make sure you get compensated for your time. Just a free lunch will do, but I'm easy to buy, man. You know what I'm like. So, yeah, that's all right, man. Some chicken wings, some chips, and some other bits. Dollar man, boy. Everyone's yeah. got a purse, isn't it? You know them ones. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Um, so, would you say where you work now is quite a diverse place, or would you say it's it's kind of everyone's sort of nah, nah, from nah, Essex or from diverse? Because obviously, I, like I said, in the, I touched on the last podcast, I work in a college in it, so you can imagine. But to be fair, though, 
um, when I first moved here, I don't know if I said this before, but when I first moved to Essex, there wasn't that many black people or ethnic people. And I'll tell a lie, there was a lot of Eastern European people, but there wasn't yeah. that many black people in my area. But in the last sort of like four to five years, since I've been in Essex and I moved from South London, it's actually grown. But I feel a lot of people are moving from London into my area just because of the commute. It's a bit cheaper to live and the commute to London still quite calm. Yeah, and, and like my friend moved to Gillingham, which I know is like further out and it's in Kent, but he's noticed he moved in, um, him and his mum moved into the house, uh, I think about three years ago, and he was the only, he was like the first black family in the house. And since he's been there in three years, I think now like half the road is black or Asian. Yeah, man, the cult, that, that's what that's what seems to happen. It just grows, but the culture here is like, and the diversity is quite in the college is really good. Like you wouldn't expect it. Like from a few years back, you wouldn't think. But now, like I'm hearing people even talking now with my accent in the college. Like these are like young kids in it. Like you can tell they're from London and that, so they've all travelled down. And it's a, there's a bit of everything, yeah. which is good. And what I like about where I work now is they they um they always promote any sort of religious event. Because you know you get some places. Oh, okay. Yeah, you know you get some places. You might think, oh, don't don't everywhere do that. But you'd be surprised where certain workplaces don't. But they celebrate everything, like, and they 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 make a um, cautious effort to make sure because they have to. Working in a college is very PC, isn't yeah. it? So you have to make sure you. I don't feel like they're forced to do it, but you have to make sure they're doing something, like just to make sure that it's all about inclusivity and stuff like that, isn't it? So. Yeah, like again, if you even if you've only got like say one student that's of a certain background, it's still good to know that you feel important and you're included in in everything kind of thing. And like, my workplace is the same. We sell it like from Diwali to all the Jewish holidays, like like Hanukkah and stuff like that, Christmas, Eid, pretty much. It's the same sort of thing as what you said. But mine, I work for a, a, a TV company, but they still sort of promote the same sort of diversity and try and celebrate everyone's kind of. Um, occasion whether it's like pride to religious stuff to to all kinds of things to like world events and all that kind of stuff so, that's, so i think mean, i think culture is very important for many reasons not just the you know let's go get pissed on a friday but also just to um you know acknowledge everyone that you work with is yeah, from no, different places that. i hear that 100 percent. another uh, matter look at us going through acting all positive i'm liking it man better than i thought yeah well mate sometimes it's good to you know, put some positivity out there in the world. And in my next episode after this, I've got a guy who's literally speaking about spirituality the whole time and getting close to nature. So, you know, it's, it's I'm trying to end the year on a more positive note than, than you know, because we've had a bad enough year as it is. So sometimes it's good to just speak positively. Yeah, I hear that. About stuff. I'm on board. So, Jay, you got anything else? You like, like, have you got yeah, another got, point got, you want to bring up? More in my back pocket yeah I've got a few more okay. the, the, the next one's probably just basically going off of the last one which is um, we the people so shout out to Jack Swagger um, just people in ge- people in general so obviously we're talking about culture and being around people and whatnot. but when I say people it's um, people that you can trust because you know like when you're working in teams yeah, I think you touched on it as well where you're like oh, being around people that make you want to stay around longer and I saw a quote that said, um, great yeah. people attract great people to a workplace. So I thought, okay. yeah, like, to be fair, you, no one wants to be around, a, excuse my French, a dickhead at work because you've got to spend all day with him. It's a little bit like what we were talking about just now. And um, just to expand on it as well, for me, like, that's very key when it's your manager as well. Because managers being on the level and easy to work with makes things so much better. Do you know someone that you feel like they're not looking down on you because they're your manager. They they treat you basically how they want to be treated. Yeah, I get that. And that also helps elevate you as well because you you feel like you're on an even keel. It kind of like, you know, say like you do decide that like, I don't know, you want to go up a level or whatever. Those sort of managers are the ones that will help you get there as well. They're not just going to try to hold you down. They're the ones that will also try and bring you up, I find, more than the the ones that try and dictate everything to you and try and be all authoritarian, those sort of managers which you just described are the ones that also help you develop and progress yeah, in your career. Managers, yeah, I've had managers that have done everything they can to help me, 
um, in progressing a role. Um, and I'm talking yeah. like they'll sit down with me and coach me through interviews and what to expect and whatnot. They want better for you because you want it. But then I've had managers that are just like, they're just there to just drill something into you. They don't want to know about they. It's it's like you're a number to them, isn't it? You're just an employee number to them, and they just they're just robotic towards you. They don't have no. They're just not on your level, man. It's just yeah. But is that is that sorry? Is that workplaces where they have normally a high turnover mm, of staff? Yeah, do you know or... what? Yeah, I'll be honest. I've had it. I've had it in a couple places, but the. Ma- you're right, the majority of places is them kind of workplaces where they've got a high turnover of staff, but that's just down to the kind of work you're doing because, like, you know when you do it in things like sales or, like, financial control and things like that, credit control, debt collecting, them kind of jobs, them, they're, they're the ones that yeah, are quite they're stressful. Quite stressful. They're, I suppose, to be fair in a way, it's probably, they're probably feeling quite stressed as well when you think about it, but when you yeah. get those managers that are, like, more laid back, I suppose nine times out of ten it is in a more laid-back environment to be fair yeah but I st- I still it's it's good to deal with a, a laid-back manager because also if 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 someone's trying to tell you something and they teach you something and they're a bit aggy or they're a bit you know abrupt and they don't have the time for you you're not really going to take what they say seriously because imagine if if like you're you're in a good mood your manager's kind of aggy at you and trying to teach you something but does it in like a passive-aggressive way it then makes you a bit passive aggressive, like why the why why the fuck are you talking to me like that, or why the what's the fuck like is up with your tone kind of thing, and then and then nothing really gets achieved that kind of kind of way. So if your manager's sort of calm, you you are also yeah. calm as well kind of thing. So I, I so I, I agree with what you're saying. And I'm going back to a bit what you were saying earlier about mm. good people. I want to shout out someone we used to work with, Karen. When I when I started working at that place. Because I had been working like part-time retail because I was looking after my grandparents with their dementia and yeah. Alzheimer's and whatever. Um, I never really worked in an office environment. So I didn't really fully understand how to conduct myself. I tried to be a professional as well. And Karen was the one that sort of like, you know, helped me when I was going wrong. Or if I didn't know anything, she was the one that would sit with me, watch me do something, and then sort of help me tell me where things have gone wrong. And then also send me like examples of stuff. So, like, for example, I, I wasn't used to writing company letters and sending them to people. So she would give me some examples and tell me, like, things that I could tweak and this, that, and the other. And probably, like, used a lot of her time. I remember, like, Karen, Karen was only part-time anyway. So if she's only there three, four days a week, you'd think she doesn't want to, like, sacrifice her time teaching a new guy what to do. But whenever I had a question, I'd just ask her and she'd, she'd be happy so she to, to tell me. Kind of thing. And that's what I mean. Yeah, she really, really did. And, that, and and she didn't have to. She didn't know me. Like, we're different ages. She's someone that's worked for that company. I think, like, she was there for, like, 15, 20 years. And I was someone who's worked there for, you know, like, a month, innit? So, and she works part-time. She had kids. I was, a, like, I don't know, I was in my mid-20s or whatever. Well, mid to late 20s, let's say. So she didn't need to help me, but she always gave me the time that I ever, if I ever asked. And obviously, when it became a situation where I might know something more than her, I'd obviously give her the time and exchange that kind of knowledge. That's why it's really good to have people that are cool to work with. They, they help you so much, but you can also help them back. If that makes yeah, sense. no, that's good. I didn't know that, you know, but obviously when you get that, that's that's what you want, isn't it? You want everyone to help each other out. Yeah, that's 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 why I think, like, to this day, I, st- I still have Karen and all my social media and stuff like that because I think she's a good person sort of thing. And we come from different backgrounds, different cultural, whatever backgrounds, but I think she's one of the most helpful people I've ever worked in any job I've ever had, to That's be honest teamwork with you. comes in, isn't it? Teamwork, people, teamwork. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And um, also what's good about like working with people, as, as we yeah. kind of touched on a couple of times, but it's, again, we spend so much time with them and, you know, we want to enjoy our time, isn't it? Like, work is there to earn money, but it's also good to have a bit of banter and have a bit of a conversation with people because you can't be serious all the time i mean it, it depends what your company's trying to sell i guess or what the, the nature of the business is but it's kind of good when you get when you meet people that you can relate to and in different ways like for example you have some people at work that you want to chat like i don't know football banter you can have that if you want people you can have a, a bit kind of like different banter it's good to have people like that as well kind of thing so i just think it's good to have um you know you're right people make work great if they're great people there we go, man. Just passing on knowledge, man. Yeah, exactly, man. So, Jermaine, come on, give me a give me another point because yeah, you have on, so man. many. Yeah. Apparently, that's what I'm here for. Um, my next one is variety. Variety. You know what they say in it? Variety is the spice of life. 
So that that for me okay. is a, that that for me goes into hand in hand with work because you don't you know you know them ones where like every day in a certain job is just the same the same generic process the same thing over and over and over again you're gonna go insane like your mind's just gonna switch off so like I like variety where every day is a bit different you're always learning new things. And it just helps for me. It helps keep your mind active, and a variety just it for a hundred percent helps with boredom or unhappiness. Now I know what you're like. We're there, like wherever you work, you're there to work in it. Like you can't always enjoy what you're doing. Yeah. I understand that, but what I'm saying is, it's a hundred percent fact that if you're bored, you're gonna make more mistakes. You're not gonna be as productive. Like if you're doing new things, different things, your mind just stays switched on for me and you're gonna that's a variety when you're changing it up it makes your work a bit more exciting again goes back to productivity you're gonna be a bit more switched on and on it what do you think completely agree mate we're not robots we can't be doing the same task day in day out for a number of years unless you work i don't know in a car factory on an assembly line where you're you're responsible for fitting in a certain piece maybe you have to do that piece the only reason I know that I used to go out of a girl whose dad worked for like Vauxhall oh, yeah. in the factory in Luton before it got shut down. And literally he told me for like 14 years, he did the same thing. He used to put on, I think it was the wings or something of the car. And also he would do, I mean, I don't know anything about cars, but he, he took, basically it was two things he did. And he did those two things on, on every car that came to him for like 14 years. And he said it was the most boring thing. He ended up going to uni as like a 50-year-old man and now I think he's an English teacher. He's still, Not I like say, anymore, you still know him because I don't mirror for, for my Vauxhall, to be fair. Oh, oh no, no, no. I don't, don't know him at all. Funny enough, though, like Luton as an area, because obviously they had the factory, most mechanics and part dealers have Vauxhall parts here. So if you look at like, if you're looking for parts, Luton's kind of a good area for it because yeah, there used to be factories here. From store. So they still got uh, I might have to, but yeah, and back to what you were saying. Um, yeah, very, variety is good because, because <clears throat> again, sometimes you can't get something new every day. But even if it's like, all right, I've got to do this certain thing for three, four weeks, and then I want to move on to something else. At least that's still something to look forward to. And even mm. if you don't enjoy what you're doing now, when you when you get a change, you might enjoy that new thing. Plus, it's new experiences, and you know you're you're educating yourself. Because end of the day, unless you're literally like I don't know. Again, going back to, unless you're working on a conveyor belt and you're happy with it because it might be good money, you might get good benefits, generally people want to learn new stuff so then when they go to the next role, they can get more money, have more control, more like responsibility, more whatever. And you don't do that unless you get a bit of variety because you don't learn anything new if you're not given an opportunity to do something new. So, yeah. And back to what you're saying also about the brain, yeah, well, apparently with when you do different things, like different parts of your brain sort of, um, you know, what do you call it, like turn on as it were, and certain chemicals get released, like, like endorphins and stuff that makes you feel good. And when you have endorphins running for you, you have more energy and you have more effort put in. When you're bored, none of that stuff's happening, so you're demotivated, your productivity goes down, and as you said, you're probably more likely to make mistakes that you wouldn't yeah, make. I mean, I'm not saying you've got to do that. I hear, I hear that, but I'm not saying, you're, I'm not saying you've got to do the same thing so I'm not saying you've got to do different things rather every single day but you know them ones where you're in like because I've heard about people no. you heard about them people in like them Amazon warehouses and they're just there doing the boxing uh, yeah my brother did that for a while pressing stories they're in their little cubicles they're not even allowed to chat to no one like the box box next box box next that is long or like do you know if you're in the office and you're just they're, like, they're... do something like click call End call, click call, end call. That is long. Like, I need more in my life, innit? I need a bit of depth in what I'm doing. And I understand people, like, there are yeah. their jobs, innit? People have to do them. But I'm just saying positives for me is when you get to do a job where I appreciate my job. It's so diverse in what I do. Like, there's so much to it. There's not like a, like, I don't want a job where there's just a step-by-step guide. This is how you do it. I want a job where you can do it a hundred different ways. It's just the way you put your stamp and style on it. You get me? Yeah, I, I completely agree. 
And as I said, I didn't mean that you meant something new every single day to go back to that point you just raised. I just meant that, for example, for some people listening, they might be like, oh, I don't have a job where I can mm. do loads of different things. But I mean, like, but even, even, even like, as you said, the example you gave of, if you're someone that's on a call center and all you do is answer calls, deal with queries, answer calls, deal with queries, even being able to, for example, like, let's say, come off the calls for a couple hours, look at some emails, maybe yeah. send out some letters to some people. I'm not saying they're great, they're great roles, but they're still different from just being on the phone for eight hours of a day. And that's sometimes just even a little just bit of like that can and, help. And, and you see what, yeah, when difficult. you've got certain people around you, like we was talking about before, that comes into play, like managers that want to help you progress, they might give, they might sit think, you know what, yeah, let me give you something new to do. Work on this, work on that, help me with this, yeah. help me with that, and then just change it up. Like, But obviously not everyone's got that, got that option, I understand that, but for me, that's a good one, if you can get it. Yeah, no, of course. I think I think it's really good if you can get, and you know, like again, as I said, we're, we're not robots. We don't want to do the same tasks in day in day out, and you know, any kind of very, sorry variation is is good, and stuff like that. But obviously, it's subject to what kind of business you work for, this, that, and the other. Um, I was going to say, oh, I literally had a thought, and it left my brain. Um, it was it was related to what we've just been talking about, but I've now completely forgot it. So until I remember it, stop. do you have a do you have another topic? Say, another kicking come older than you in it, so let's speak. Um, I'm gonna say yeah, a couple yeah, years. Yeah, couple years. Yeah. Oh no, sorry, we're literally months then. Because oh, yeah, you're month. 33 soon, right? Oh well, you're only a year then, because I was 32 like six months ago. So how are you saying only a year? Six months then, isn't it? Yeah, but I mean, you're going to be 33, and then I've got to wait yeah, another six right, months till I'm 30. Okay, okay, six months. Let's just leave it. My next. Yes, yes, big shot. My next point. This is my final point I've got, and then you can tell me if you've got anything to add to it if you want to. Is um, I think we touched on it on a few anyway, okay. still, but um, progression and pro- progression being yes. in a company that Good. challenges you, um, somewhere that you can progress and better yourself if if you put the work in. Now, again, like not everywhere's going to be able to allow you to do that. I understand that certain roles are just certain roles, and that's it. But a lot of people want to challenge themselves and get better. Life's about moving forward, moving on, progressing. I'm not saying you have to go out there and get like a CEO job, but like you start in a certain company, like you like to, for me anyway, I like to know, well, like I'll stay more at a company for longer if I know I've got the option to progress and better myself and do a different job. And 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 there's options there to to do better. But if you're stuck in a job where you think you know what you can't go nowhere, there's nowhere to move to, then you're just you're just stagnant. Yeah, I I completely agree. I think progression is is very important because I think as much as people may or may not want to admit it. I think we're all quite, well, everyone has a bit of ambition, whether it's they want to have a certain role, whether they want to, you know, earn enough money to be able to get a mortgage, earn enough money to drive a certain type of car, whatever. We all have ambitions and aspirations to do better and to improve. Um, some people are more proactive in it. Some people are more reactive to it. Some people get lucky opportunities like us when we did the testing. It was something that sort of was handed to us, not something that we necessarily strive to get. And then it led to us having better jobs and careers and whatever afterwards. So, yeah, I think, I think progression is key. Um, I think sometimes even if you work for a small company and there might not be a, um, like a new role to move up to, as long as that company is willing to give you training on new skill sets so that when you do move on, you can either make more money or go for a certain job. Like Obviously, I, I'm a software tester. Like with me, if I learn how to code and stuff like that, then when I go to another company, I can then get job as a different type of software tester if i get some manager experiences or do some courses on management and project management then i can go to become a scrum master and so forth so so sometimes it's not always um within the company you can progress but as long as there's ways for them to help you progress yourself so that when you make the next move you can take a leap yeah, not no, just like a side that, i think step. you said that ain't your company doing um sending you on training courses to do certain things as well yeah, yeah. I, I, I literally uh, last week I spent two days 
doing a, a course on on some type of like mobile automation that can help you like where that. you are now or so, help you regardless if you move on it's it helps me both so it will help me with what i do now because i'm sort of responsible of the testing of our mobile apps um so it will definitely help me immediately but obviously because a lot of companies do a lot of mobile apps it will help me when i do decide to finally choose a different See, company to work low. so it's both and it's free for me a company paid for it, you know, and I understand that not every company necessarily will like pay for training, but they might offer it internally kind of thing, you know, whether like it's for an intranet or they give you access to LinkedIn learning or whatever, as long as there's some sort of like training or there is some progression where a manager can kind of help you get to a, a certain role within the company. It, it's, it's good. And I think without progression, work kind of becomes meaningless unless you really love your job. Unless, unless you have like your ideal job already, then you might not want to go higher because you might be like, I don't know. Like I, I used to work somewhere where a guy was a manager and he left his position as a manager to go back to sales because he loved sales so much. And because of like, we were getting bonuses and stuff. He was technically making less money as a manager, even if the department yeah, yeah. made, made its profit. If that makes sense. Because how it was, is like, it's like uncapped commission. So he could have made like, I say three grand commission. But he was making like maybe a twelve hundred pound bonus. His salary was slightly higher, but he was still like less money overall. And some people like you know he took the manager role, but really he likes he enjoys sales. He enjoys the like you know the the chase or whatever to, to pursue yeah, a sale, close a deal, like that, though, whatever. Like they, um, you, you get roles in it where it's just perfect for certain people. It's not always about progression. I suppose the key thing is it's going to sound a bit corny still, but boy, if you're happy in what you're doing, like you said, it's the most important thing, isn't it? sometimes yeah that's yeah I t- I, yeah i'd say with anything if you're happy doing what you're doing and it's giving you enough money to live your lifestyle whether you're renting mortgage or whatever even if you're living stuff at home with your parents as long as you're getting enough money and you're not struggling and you enjoy it then do it in it kind of thing but i just mean like if you're you know you're someone that's because there's a lot of people out there that do jobs not necessarily because they love the industry or they love the role but it's like oh i've got extra level experience so I can probably do this job I do it when they do the job they're like oh the job's all right but I'd like to do what my boss man's doing or oh this job's all right but I'd like to do what that person in that department which is technically one step up but sort of sideways you know you have a lot of people that are like that like me I went to uni and I've done nothing with my degree I've never I've never what do you call it I've never used my degree for any career that I've ever had kind of thing I don't work in industry that's anything related to that and there's a lot of people like that that get degrees in one thing and just end up through life and through situations whatever have to just work anywhere kind of thing but I just mean for people like that which is like myself included I like the idea of being able to progress whether it's the progress within the company or at least when I leave I'm in a better position 100% sense. that makes sense yeah. I, I know a lot of people myself that are like you that they don't use their yeah. for anything they're doing now it's a high percentage of people I know that do that but um and they've had to go due, due to certain circumstances. They've had to do something else. But it's not to say that they can't go back to that in the future and progress and do something else. So it's just, just the way things go sometimes, isn't it? But yeah, no, I hear that. Yeah, and, and, that's, and that's what I mean. So yeah, I think, I think progression is good because it doesn't just mean, oh, I'm going to become a manager of this department or team leader. It can literally just mean you learn more or you, you move yeah, different directions to then go up a different way. Progression in a way, it don't have to be extra money or managerial or anything like that. It's just like you say, different opportunity in it. So those are mine. What do you think? Are they good? Yeah, no, I think I think they were all all good points and all points I agree with. The only thing that I would add, which is pretty much just what your last point was, but it's also like when a company offers offers kind of training, because again, as as we just pointed out. The training that I did recently doesn't just benefit me now, it benefits me, you know, going forward. And when I worked at the same company that we both used to work for, I did like, I did like, do you remember when they did like Excel training and they did like a mm. beginners, intermediate and an expert? I did all three trainings and I was allowed to go on it. I didn't pay anything for it, got certificates for it, got these big old textbooks, which I don't know what I've done with. I think I threw them away when I moved. But my point is, it's, it's still, it's good when a company offers some sort of training and sometimes the training might not be relevant to the role. So there's like, during this pandemic or whatever you want to call it, if, I don't know if, if people that do believe in the pandemic, people that don't believe in the pandemic, don't really care. But during this time, um, like my company gave us access to LinkedIn Learning and I've been able to do courses. That's not directly related to my role, 
but my manager and everyone high up said, yeah, fine, do it. Like, do it. So I've done things on, like, on, like, management and, like, dealing with, like, stressful situations, all, all kinds of, like, just random training to benefit mm. me and give me more experience in certain things, which might not necessarily benefit the company, but if it keeps me happy, I stay around. The company then, you know, benefits from me working hard for them. So, so I think that's the point I was just going to raise was literally, I think training is also a good thing about work when, when a company is willing to offer you that kind of training. It's better when you get to like go away and stay in a hotel and stuff like that. But obviously, you know, during the pandemic, a lot of this training has got to be done from home. Yeah, that happened to me recently, like during the pandemic. So obviously I work in like, I do like careers and work experience for students, yeah. But during the pandemic, I was being given the opportunity to do certain courses, like online courses and stuff that the college put like my team forward for. And it was stuff to do with like mental health and awareness and that kind of thing. And um other other aspects i can't remember the other ones now but the main one was like a mental health course and whatnot yeah um and that never really had much to do with what i was doing in my role but funnily enough now where work's a bit different and it's changing up and like it's a bit more slow pace in terms just because of the pandemic and this corona they're now offering me a role to say you want to step away from what you're doing for a bit and come and do some progress coaching and stuff like that so funnily enough they've sent me on these courses that i thought oh why am i doing them but i did them anyway that was a bit of a bad vibe actually i never said why am i doing them i thought you know what i don't really need to do them right now i think i was just in a place at the time but now turns out it works perfectly and it matches up with the role that they're trying to put me forward for now so there you go yeah I think, I think also, like, it sounds a bit cheesy, whatever, but I think all things happen for a reason. So, for example, you did the training. You didn't necessarily think it was necessary to your job at that moment in time, but it's leading you to an opportunity which might be something you prefer or at least it's, it's, a, it's a, what do you call it, a yeah, different I've string of your bow kind of thing. You know what I mean? I've always done it, even if I thought at the time, oh, why am I doing this sort of thing or oh, can't just wait? And I've always done them. And it, the company, the college has sent me on, like, quite a few courses. And, like, for you, same thing for you. They're all free. So you can't yeah. complain. And it's just more experience to add to the CV. The same thing with this new role. If I go ahead and do it, it's only a temporary thing, maybe for like six months to a year on top of what I'm doing now. But like you say, it's another string to your bow, isn't it? Perfect. Yeah. And then I can leave there later on down the line. Exactly. And if I want to, all of a sudden, I'm going in a different work direction because I've got it on my CV. Happy days. Yeah, and, and that's something I would like to say to people that are listening. Because, you know, you get, like, how, how, when you pay for something, generally, most people put more mm. effort into it because you come out your own pocket. And sometimes when it's free, some people can get quite, like, I don't know what the word is, lapse of days or whatever. They don't really care. They don't put that much effort in. They just go, oh, it's something else the company sent to me. And the thing I would say is, to anyone who's listening, if your company offers you any form of training, regardless of how relevant or irrelevant it is to your jobs, your goals, or your aspirations, do it and try and complete it to your best ability because as you've just said you like you're benefiting from doing that training and i feel that like not so much me personally but i've seen people in the past not really care when they've had these like training sessions and stuff they just take it as a bit of a joke but really it's 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 good because if you take something out of it it will help you later down in 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 life without you realizing even to the point where when we went and did the software testing for that previous company worked for at first, I was kind of up for it because I wanted to get out of the office. I didn't like a lot of people. You know I me. Mean? I was a very antisocial yep. person who had a lot of beef with a lot of people. But, but after a few months of being there, I was trying to go back to the office to do different roles and apply for like different promotions, which uh, I didn't get. And we're not going to talk about that. But again, if I, I stuck with yeah. the testing, we did that for like over a year. And then now it's, it's created my whole career for the last sort of four years. Well, three and a half years or whatever it's been it's been my whole career whereas if I did get one of those roles that I applied for I probably wouldn't be in the position I am in now so like sometimes you have to yeah like things happen for a reason but sometimes you don't see the reason at the time but you see the reason you know in hindsight you're coming up with like inspirational quotes and speeches you're going in bro I try try to be positive most of the time yeah, I try to be positive, like, you know, 90% of the time kind of thing. I just doesn't always come out that way, you know, because I, I don't know. My, my, my wife says, like, I have the emotional range of Ben Affleck, and that's an insult because we all know Ben Affleck. He does, like, I'm Ben Affleck happy. I'm Ben Affleck sad. 
I love you, I'm Ben Affleck. He, like, he has I'm no range, in it. He has no emotion. He does anything. No expression. <laughs> yeah, literally. Like, yeah, Keanu Reeves is even a better example. That's what, like, is. So I don't always necessarily show how positive or happy I am about something because I just keep things in the middle kind of thing. But, yeah, yeah no, I, I try and keep things time, positive yeah. where I can. That other, every time I talk to you, that must be the other 10%. Yeah. No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not that bad, man. Like so, sometimes if I'm cussing, it's a jokey manner as well. I'm not really cussing to mean to be mean spirited. Sometimes just a bit of banter in it, and I think that's probably what's lost with this new generation. Is there's no such thing as banter anymore because everything is is mm. everything can be kind of offensive, even if it's so slight. And again, that's my ignorance, and maybe I need to work on myself on that. But I just I just think sometimes there's like enough big issues with this world. That we don't really need to sweat the really, really small, minute yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I hear that. That's, that's, that's just my view. But let's get, let's get back on topic about um, things we love about work. The only other thing I would like to say is um, benefits. So I'm not, I'm not just talking about like training and stuff like that. But what I like about work, not every company does it, but if you work for a decent sized company or a company that likes to invest in its staff, you sometimes get decent benefits, whether it's something as trivial as a bit of fruit in the office two two days a week, whether it's like, because like, I mean, my workplace has like, well, when we were going into work, it has like four breakfast, four different types of cereal, one of them like mm. 4,000 pound coffee machines on every floor, you know, the ones to make like actual espressos. And they also have all the shops if you want to make yourself like, I don't know, a vanilla latte, you I can know. do. It has the machine I to know, make the milk hot, you, you know, where you stick. I think, we, I think when, because uh, obviously people don't know, we've done this podcast yeah. once before and it failed. And you mentioned benefits. And you also mentioned these posh hot drinks. And I said to you, yeah. I'm as plain as anybody. I don't do them posh drinks. Give me a tea and that's it. But I'm glad you're moving on up in the world, innit, and drinking all these frappuccinos and, and all them things there, innit? Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, but I, I just meant, it's, it's simply, it's a benefit. I mean, you don't need to be as extravagant as where I work, but I think, I think basically, because the BBC bought the company I work for, that's probably why they installed all that stuff, because I'm sure probably people at the BBC are, are used to a more finer life, like a more finer way of life. But I'm just saying it, it is a benefit. Even things like, where you can claim back dentistry work or, you know, if your company signed up to certain schemes, you might get discount on like your phone bill or you might get to, uh, you know, get cheap cinema tickets and even though cinemas are pretty much all closed. Mm. I mean, I just like the fact that you can get benefits at work, which saves you a bit of money and they're benefits that you use outside of work. So you use them with your friends I and your family. I can't believe, yeah, no, I hear that. You I save can't a bit of money. believe I didn't think of that, you know, because for me, I love a good benefit. And um, no, you're right though, because I, I'm trying to think if I get any good. But to be fair, yeah, I get some benefits where I work now. Like I get to use the, I get to use the gym for like ten pound a year. Cause they got, yeah, they got, yeah, they got an on-site gym. You pay well, ten pound for the good. year, use it as much as you want. You know, you get um, we use the football facilities at the Astro oh, Turf wow. and that on-site. That's free as well for the staff. So we do a, a um, football game every Monday. So you know, free of charge. Use it for an hour or two. It's calm. Where we used to work before, I think we used to do fruit baskets and whatnot. On the mon- was it on Mondays? Yeah, I think it was Mondays and Something Wednesdays, like or it was Tuesdays and Thursdays. It was two days a week, and there was a day in between where you didn't get it. Yeah, it was peak, but if you didn't get there early, you, you wouldn't but get a banana. You know yeah, but you know what? Yeah, yeah um, just bare apples. Even that, like certain people take advantage of free stuff in it. That's what winds me up, though. We're not going to go into that because that's a negative thing in it, but. Like, obviously, I think it makes you feel a bit more yeah. appreciated when you get a few things here and there, isn't it? Like, a few perks and that. Yeah, of course, of course. Um, yeah, I, again, it makes you more motivated. It makes you like the company a bit more, you know? they, You know, even even things like, um, say, obviously, everyone's entitled to, everyone's entitled to mm. um, uh, what do you call it, paternity leave, which is, like, for the dad. But some companies offer you more paternity leave and, oh, wow. and stuff like that. I think my company gives you like a whole month. Yeah, it's two whereas weeks. Whereas other companies, whereas I think the standard is two weeks. And for example, some, and even with benefits, some companies give you like only like six days or five days of sta- of um, full pay, sick pay, whereas some companies get 30 days. I mean, we used to work at a place where a guy, he got 30 days of sick pay included and he said he wasn't going to take any yeah, holidays to use sick pay. No you know, it's not, it's not um, Do you remember, I was saying that though, speaking of benefits, yeah. um, 
because obviously we cost the place we worked together a lot last time. So I will, I will give them a shout out. Do you remember when we for them for a benefit we used to get um after you've been there for X amount of years you get uh, Brit tickets. So you go to the Brits, isn't it? Yeah, you go to the Brit Awards, man. That was quite a car. Yeah, I got to see the Pro Awards. The, the time I, I got mine, because I think, how long do you have to be there? Five years. And then you get free tickets. And then, uh, yeah. And I just sort Something of like that. get to my, yeah, like five get my years. free tickets when like everyone was allowed to go. Yeah, because they were firing yeah, everyone, so they thought to be so nice will make everyone go to the Brits. Like, like my five years was just now. Actually, tell her like I was gonna say they gave me an extra one to make up for it though. I got two. Yeah, I was gonna say you took you took your partner, didn't you? You took your missus, so that's kind of a little better because we just have to sit with each other. So you got to sit with yeah. two hundred people you work it's with, and some people you might not like. But you got to sit there. Leave it there. Yeah, you kind of had to like say the two people you wanted to sit with because they would give you maximum like, free tickets per that. like friend group you, or whatever but so say there's I like remember, yeah, they, you, I thought they it was that came downstairs with the book tickets here. you just had to line up like you was waiting in line at a dinner line in school and you just no no I agree no I agree with that but I'm saying when you went there you had to kind of say like who you wanted to sit with so they would give you like up to free tickets because I remember we had a situation where Dwayne me that waste man and Imran wanted to sit next to each other at the time, but they would only allow like three seats. So I had to kind of like one of us had to go with the like someone who's gonna sit the next three seats and then two other people sat randomly next to them as well, kind of thing. Because when they were handing no, out, I, I think they were handing them out in three. I thought they were just giving them out per person and you just Don't ask me why. Oh uh, oh oh no 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 we went like we went up there and they said like oh yeah we can get like we can allow you to sit up to two people that you wanted, but obviously Everyone gets like if they're not lined up, yeah, they're not going to get their ticket next to you, kind of thing. So that was it. Obviously, so yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean, people paid like I think those tickets were worth what seventy pound each or something crazy like that. So you know, just let a hundred and something people go. They they spent thousands just to send us to watch them on water. Man was feeling like I got vertigo when I was going up there. Yeah, but imagine people that. <laughs> yeah, but imagine the people that had the tables. If yeah. we paid, if our tickets were worth seventy pounds, then people that sitting like at the that front must be paid two hundred pound a ticket or something crazy like that. And I'm not being funny. Like I wouldn't have paid that much money to see Skepta be inaudible on the I stage. You know, I couldn't Skepta hear a word he was saying apart from the chorus to his song. Yeah, he was. He was, but he was just jumping around the stage, spinning around, and he didn't do the whole boy better no set. He just did it. It was just him. But he wasn't really audible. And you think, like, being that you're a grime guy on mainstream TV, you would make sure you deliver, Stormzy like, a very was clear... There, it, wasn't, it wasn't, like, a Stormzy-level performance yeah, or when... I think he was, but I don't think he... Yeah, but, yeah, again, but his performance, I think, was better. But, I mean, like, in terms of Stormzy's performances since then, or, like, when Dave done his performance a couple of years ago with the piano, like, they were clear and concise and you could hear all the words to their lyrics and they, they made sure their voices were heard. Whereas with Storms uh, With um, Skepta, sorry... He sort of was just like blurring the, the, the verses that can you understand? And then it was just the chorus was the bit that was kind of clear. I thought it was kind of a bad set, to be honest with you. But and then they skipped has got like a few million pounds and I've got nothing. So, you know, I'm not going to cuss him too much. He's doing tight, right, isn't he? Yeah, but that's sort of like my final point I want to talk about. But benefits is a good thing. I mean, not every company gets them. And there's different levels of benefits. As we said, we got free tickets. But sometimes it can be things like extra maternity leave. Sometimes it can be like, you know, if you recommend someone to join the company, so you get your friend a job and they give you like 250, 500 or a grand. Mm-hmm. My company, depending on the position, it's up to two grand. But that's like, that's like if they're like yeah, management, the higher management level, that, that you get two grand. 500, there's 250 when they start and then 250 when they pass probation. Which is kind of smart. My company isn't, I don't think my company even does that. My company just literally does like half of it and then half when they've done like two months or something. So they could even like so they they two, two bags on someone and they not even stay after probation period. True. But I think also when uh, you're an executive, your notice period is longer than the average person. So if you're like if you're like um, I don't know part of the you know executive mm. team or whatever I think they call the executive leadership team usually your notice is like two months anyway you oh, can't yeah, just quit yeah, yeah. Uh, like do a thirty day notice yeah. you have to give two months notice 
because it's that that level, yeah, it's that level of job kind of thing. So maybe after two months, they think they're going to be there minimum four months, so it's not not a trouble. I don't know. It's kind of dumb. But anyway, Jermaine, I think we should wrap it up because we've been talking about some irrelevant stuff as well. But thank you very much for yeah, this episode. Yeah, man, thank you for, for coming me. on. I yeah, hope man, to get you back um, soon always a pleasure if you're available. The illustrious podcast of yours. And um, I'm free whenever. Well, not whenever. I've got a life in it. But yeah, man, invite me back, man. It'll be good to come back on, man. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'm going to probably, um, probably will be like next year because mm. I'm going to do like a, a wrap up of the year episode. Um, and then I'm going to take a couple of months off. So I'll probably be back sort of like February time with a slightly different format, yeah, slightly man, different show, but definitely yeah, we'll bring yeah. you back been renewed. next I like that. season. Yeah, man. Um, enjoy, enjoy your holidays and um, we'll catch up soon, man. <laughs> take it easy, bro. Bye. 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 All right, brother. Catch up. Hey guys, thank you for listening to me and Jermaine talk about the things that we actually love about work. Now, I understand there's a lot of people at this moment in time where their job is a bit uncertain and they don't know whether they're coming or going. This is more just to talk about the positively things about working. Now, I understand there are some people out there who might be more of an entrepreneur and more of the kind of person that doesn't really want to work for people and want to do their own thing. And I wish you guys all success if that's if that's the kind of person you are. Um, because again there's benefits to working for a company there's benefits to not working for a company so you know just live the life that you want to live and live the most happy existence for those people that are facing possible redundancies I hope that you guys can manage to bounce back and find something maybe even better than what you were doing before or at least find something that will you know keep you guys engaged keep you know debtors and creditors off your back and so that you can, you know, live a happy and meaningful lifestyle. Anyway, guys, thank you for listening to me. Of course, Mark. This is Mark versus the world. And I hope to see you guys for the last episode of the season, which will probably be next week. Anyway, guys, thank you and take care. Bye bye.